Okay, Sulefa. Hi. Ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So tell me what you accomplished last year, 2022. Um, Fitness-wise or? Wherever you want. Uh, so I think, okay, so fitness-wise, I finished my first half and full marathons. Um, I memorized Switch Adolf. Uh, do you want to list, like, the classes I did or what? The goal that you set, not, not the classes that you did, but goals that you set and met. I, I can't remember what I set, but. <laughs> I can I jog your memory. Okay, tell me. Okay, so you wanted to start preparing for college? Yeah. You wanted uh, to start art school, maybe take the art exam? Mm-hmm. You wanted to continue AI and improve in AI? You wanted to start memorizing again? You wanted Kumon 15 to 30? You wanted uh, to improve your drawing and painting? And in calligraphy uh, work on Rifa and Duani mm-hmm. and also work on Tazheeb okay so from that I finished I finished Rika mm-hmm. uh, move in next next year's goals to finish Duani mm-hmm. uh, when you say finish Rika it means I'm finished the script like it doesn't mean I have my ijazas and I'm qualified to teach it okay. it means that I'm done like I can move on okay but if I want to be able to teach it, I have to go back and take an exam. Okay. Uh, and so for for I never I never ended up taking the art exam, never got into art school. Um, I did prep. I did prep. Maybe I, I don't think to the extent that I wanted to for college, but that's still working on that. Um, what else was there? Uh, AI and programming. AI kind of stopped halfway through the year, so that's another that that one's moving on to this year. <laughs> so you stopped. Okay, stopped halfway through the year. So I, I got I got somewhere, and then I stopped. You had improving um, uh, Arabic language and restarting memorization. Uh, in terms of language, yeah, I think I improved in Arabic, and I uh, I'm not fluent in it. I don't think not to the extent I want to be, but I I am I did work on Turkish. And I'm much more fluent than I was the year before that. In Turkish. So, yeah, in Turkish. Um, uh, and for, for art, I think drawing and watercolor. Drawing, I I feel drawing is very useful for, for most things. I want to continue drawing and I want to be able to sketch very well. I want to be able to sketch people. I want to be able to sketch things. Like if I see a message in the street, I want to be able to sketch that. Um, so that I want to continue working on. Watercolor is like just kind of a hobby, I guess. It's not something I want to leave so quickly, but it's not something I feel like I'd see like a future in maybe. I, I don't know with that. Um, Tazib, Tazib ended up, ended up, uh, we ended up leaving Tazib <laughs> halfway through the year. I got halfway through and then I left it maybe four or five months ago. Uh, yeah. Okay. So bunch of things you continued some things you started some things you stopped mm-hmm. in terms of the things that you stopped like does he even ai do you want to continue them or d- 
AI I want to get back into. I want to be able to program to. Like I was thinking today of a widget. Like I was like, I, I have a, an app that tells you when like you like you have to keep like you, you didn't practice today x you need to go back to the app and practice it and i realized that if i didn't have that widget on my screen i probably would have forgotten about it and i want now i was thinking to myself yesterday how cool would it be to create a widget which is literally just like a a circle maybe it has an icon in the middle and you click it that means you're done for the day and like maybe like the like the, like the streak number that you've clicked it something like that and i was like well i need to i need to go back to ai uh, to ai to figure out how to program to finish that all right, awesome. L let's organize all your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So I know that you're into a lot of things right now, mm -hmm. from trying to learn Russian to a bunch of different things. Mm -hmm. So let's start there. Just give me a brain dump of all the things you're into, interested, doing, want to do. It doesn't have to be in any particular order. Okay, so, I, so actually... I categorize kind of what i want to do okay but okay so in terms of running like for next year i want to i want to do the race in may and the race in september i want to run my first ultra marathon okay uh, so i want to train for that i don't I, I don't know technically how like I, I need to start actually working on that uh i want to do an ultra marathon maybe 50 miles but let's see where i go with that um in terms of in terms of like spiritual things like Islam, I want to have memorized Bakara and Kaf. Um, uh, I want because uh, so I want to have finished. I want to read my first Khatam in the, of Quran in Ramadan because I've never done that before. Never finished a full Khatam, and um, in general, I want to improve on the quality of my Salah and. When you say you want to improve in the quality of Salah, like how would you know you've improved? As in, I feel like I don't, I don't feel like I, I feel like I'm praying now just to like tick a box. Mm -hmm. I feel like that. I don't know whether that's just me, but like when I'm praying, I don't feel connection. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be feeling. I don't know how it works, but I feel like when I'm praying, like it's like it's just like I, there's nothing happening. Like I'm just praying and like I'm just doing it in the time slot just to get it done. Like there's no like. I want to pray. It's just like I, I have to pray. <laughs> um, I, I think there's ways to fix that. I, I don't know. Um, okay, so let me ask it this way. What needs to happen so that you know your salah is not ticking a box? Is it a feeling? I guess I guess it's a feeling. Like there's people people in our community that go to the masjid and just sit there for hours. And I'm like, what, what are they sitting there and doing? Like I can sit and paint a picture for hours but i can't just sit like I, I don't know what what they're like feeling like i don't have that sort of like connection like i don't feel so is your is your metric or how you know that you actually want to do it in the way that they want to stay in the message yeah like i don't i don't feel that desire like maybe when i'm working on like a picture or something or I'm doing calligraphy, I want to continue doing it. I think about it, I want to do it. When I'm practicing a language, I want to continue doing it. When I'm praying, it's just like, like I have to pray. Like So you're, you know you've arrived in, in this particular goal, or you've achieved this goal when you went from have to to want to. Yeah, I think so. Or like to have to, like, 
I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just to feel like connection or something. I don't know. I feel like I'm just doing it now just to get it done with. And like, especially because I was thinking about it the other day and I was like people who've converted or reverted. I, um, I was thinking, you know, of like maybe hundreds of thousands, like hundreds of different religions. They picked Islam. And I said, well, maybe if I wasn't born a Muslim, like would I have. It's kind of kind of branching out a little bit, but no, that's fine. You can branch. But um, but yeah, like I think about that sometimes like. Yeah, that's a big conversation. Mm-hmm. We have a separate podcast. Separate for that. podcast. <laughs> on just if I wasn't born a Muslim, <laughs> would you be a Muslim? Yeah. Um. Okay. So moving on from that. Yeah. In in terms of languages, especially because currently that's that's a new hobby. Uh, I want to be fully fluent in Turkish by next year. Um. What does fully fluent look like? So I don't know about full mastery, like. I I want to be able to read books in Turkish. I can't do that yet. Give me a book that you'd want to read. Harry Potter. Which one? Uh, one? One. I guess you start with one. Maybe okay. I'll get interested. So the goal is to read, to be able to read Harry Potter one in Turkish. Yes. Okay. Because right now, like, I'll start and it's just translating, translating, translating each word. Um, and I want to be able to... I want to... I don't want to have mastered Russian, but I want to learn Russian. How do you know you've learned Russian? So uh, Tim Ferriss, I think, says that uh, like to master a language, it takes you five to ten years. Mm-hmm. And to learn a language, it can take you like three months to one year, I think. And they said that you can learn 98% of the language, and it takes you five to ten years to get that 2%. And... So for me, I just I wanna I wanna have it learned. I wanna be able to, like, go to Russia and have a conversation, maybe about politics or something. Like I want to, uh, yeah, to have a, to be able to carry a conversation easily, not like English, but I want I want uh, like to learn the language. W- why Russian? Cause I mean, first I thought it, it just sounded cool. Now um, I just. It's see for me the thing is is like I can't just learn a language that doesn't pique my interest. Like I wanted to learn Chinese because Chinese is useful. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I don't know about how useful, but it it should get me somewhere more than Russian. But I just couldn't sit down and learn Chinese. I just didn't. I don't know why. Like I didn't have the motivation. You mean Mandarin? Mandarin, yeah. yeah. And then Russian, Russian. I don't know. It just piqued my interest. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I want to be fluent in Arabic. How do you know you're fluent? So hold on, reach the other two percent. Mm, okay, maybe not. Maybe not the five to ten years. I, maybe I want to be there. I, I don't want. I think for all of my languages, I don't know if I if I that dedicated to reach the two percent. Uh, I think for Arabic, it's important to me because I want to be able to, like, for me, I want to be able to read the Quran and understand it. That that is the goal in Arabic and I want like if I were to have children I want to be able to talk to them in Arabic that's a great goal mm, because Arabic for me is more important than Turkish and that Turk Turk I live in Turkey and therefore I need to learn Turkish um, but Arabic is different in that you know it is technically the language of my deen and for I want to be fluent in it for my kids and for the Quran like okay 
think of when you start thinking about kids. I don't know. I don't know. But I thought, like, isn't that, isn't that why I originally started Arabic? Just because Mama told me that if my kids don't speak Arabic as the first language. I think, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think she wants you to be able to pass on your, yeah, your culture, your religion, your, you know. And that is important. You know, like language. I was listening to somebody recently talking in Arabic, like they were reciting Quran, and the lafav is like the, the pronunciation is like it's like off you know like you don't you don't hear like you can't pronounce doll you can't pronounce qaf and i thought like okay well if i hadn't been born into a family where arabic and that pronunciation was important then i wouldn't have that either and like arabic is the only language that has a letter dot that has a dot and so i um okay okay so you now but how would you know by the end of the year that you've improved your arabic to the place you want it to be by the end of this year because it's a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the by the end of this year, I want like I feel like now, I tend to have issues with my grammar. I tend to have problems like that. For the end of this year, I want just to be able to like, easily carry a conversation like English. Yeah. Um, with the way I am in with Turkish, I want to be able to read books. I want to be able to understand the Quran, which is like the most important thing for me, because the Quran was released. It was like uh, it was brought down in the language that the Quraysh, Quraysh, uh, or like the uh, Ahl Medina, Mecca, that they understood. Mm, and that, that is because, you know, that is the message. And to be, to be in the language that everybody knew at that time is like, like, so that people understand it. And it wasn't really about how it sounds. And, but what, like, what was incredible about the Quran was like, it was like poetry. It's written in a way that like nobody could like it's incredible and for me to not be able to understand that without like a translation is like something something i want to work on okay so you want to be able to hear it with the same ears that someone from quraish heard it i, I don't know about that but yeah i mean that because that's <laughs> okay yeah that's, that, that's, that's like the two percent plus three yeah. percent <laughs> but exactly. um that's no all, but that's I, all the percents yeah <laughs> uh but no i want i want to be able to understand it all right, so you want to memorize Surah Al-Baqarah and Surah Al-Kahf. Yes. What if your goal is to be able to understand one of them by the end of the year? Well, like Baqarah, I know is a good goal, is a good surah to practice that goal on, because uh, for me, I found Surah Al-Baqarah much easier to memorize than Surah Al-Araf, for example, just because of the meaning, just because I can think about what it means and then be able to s- tell you what the A was. All right, um, so I like that goal. If you understand, not just memorize it, but make it a goal to understand it by the end of the year. Because mm-hmm. I just don't see, like, you're just memorizing mindlessly. Like, everyone in my class, uh, like, I have I have a program that I'm doing. Everyone there has memorized the Quran. None of them speak Arabic. Like, it's almost like they've just, like, they've just memorized it. And Which is amazing. It is incredible. It is incredible. But, you know, don't. Yeah, 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 of course. But don't be a Quran hater. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then maybe maybe after I'm done Russian, I have here that I want to move on to a new language, which can either be French, Spanish, or Mandarin. But let's see what what's interesting after Russian. Mm-hmm. Right, I think you have a lot going on with languages. Yeah, I mean languages. I feel are are of the like the most like a, apart from maybe like the. Like, of the hobbies that I want to continue is probably languages because 
languages is you know the way people communicate like it's a bridge between cultures if you can speak someone's uh language to them it's suddenly like you you've been put like you're you're you were in a box and now you're not like when you can talk to somebody in their language it's like a bridge yeah it's a connection i think if you can talk to them in their language Mm -hmm. that makes sense why you'd want to learn arabic then yeah (laughs) that's important and also because all of my grandparents in my family can speak arabic yes so yeah (laughs) all right so arabic russian turkish those are the languages Mm -hmm. english (laughs) english obviously (laughs) what else uh so in math i want to finish algebra i want to be done with algebra 2 what do you mean done with algebra 2 as in ready to move on to i think calculus after that okay yeah um in terms of reading because i realized that my reading is not not what it was <laughs> like i thought maybe i just like i wasn't i haven't been actually thinking about it until i was thinking about it last night uh I, so now i actually set myself a goal for how much i want to read because now like before i used to just read like whatever came into my hands was just something i read now like i noticed that i've actually got to make like effort to find time to read books okay uh so i set it to like it's kind of it's pretty low for me i think this is pretty low just just in case i end up not reading i want to read 20 20 fiction books um and i want to read over five classics which is also pretty low classics as in uh like classic literature like jane austen yeah um and i want to i want to read over five non-fiction books which is like like indistractable things that are either like autobiographies biographies uh productivity books things like that um and i want to listen to over 20 audiobooks just yeah does that count in the book reading or that's different uh, i don't know i just didn't have another area to put that <laughs> so you, you want to read 20 fictions of which five will be classics you want to read five non-fiction 20 fiction books yeah and then uh, like 30 books all together from reading and then uh, and 20 then audiobooks so 50 you want to listen to 50 want to listen to 20 audiobooks and 30 actual oh, I'm reading. Sorry, sorry, 50 all together 50 yeah that's a lot you know how many weeks are in the year mm-hmm only 52 so <laughs> what how many how many years are how many years are in <laughs> all right What's next? Um, okay, so in terms of art, uh, okay, so watercolor, I think I'll just keep just for practicing. Uh, drawing, I want to, drawing, I also want to keep practicing. Like, I want to be able to draw, like, digital, digital things and non-digital. Uh, like, I want to be good at sketching. And for me, like, I think the most appealing thing about drawing is being able to do portraits. So you want to focus on drawing portraits? Mm-hmm. Like to draw, like I think that's for me like the most exciting thing. Like when I see, uh, like I see now a lot of street artists that'll like go into the metro, sit down, have a notepad, and then before the person gets off, three stops later, can hand, l- can hand them a detailed drawing of them. So that's the goal. So you're going to be sitting on the metro or the Marmarai. <laughs> Which I do now quite often. And, and you can be able to sketch someone in three stops. Yeah. Okay, that's a good goal. Mm-hmm. It's an ambitious goal, but let's see. 
Um, for calligraphy, I, I think calligraphy of all the arts that I'm currently doing is for me the most important. Mm, I think calligraphy is like, I, I don't think like for me, I think it's the most meaningful. Like it goes down under Arabic, like in languages, I think like it's of the same of the same level. I uh, I want I want to keep practicing like the script in calligraphy and I want to maybe finish Diwani, which is ambitious. But let's see where that goes. When you say practice, give me a goal with Riqa by the end of the year. Mm, maybe I want to have made 15 different pieces, either from the Quran or otherwise. Naka, yeah. Or maybe, maybe is that a lot? Do you, do you do one piece in a sitting? I mean, no, no. Like the idea is that you what a piece a piece means like you first you pick what you want to do, and then once you've done that, you have to write it. Make sure then you have to make sure the writing is correct with Rika. and then you uh, and then you you have to format it into the position that you want it to be. Practice it a couple of times, and then you put it on ahar paper, which is like the thick banana leaf that's expensive. And then you have to, uh, that's like the final piece. Then you have to correct that piece, and then you have like a final piece. Fifth, you want to do 15 of those? 15 of those. Is that a large number? It's yes. But well, what's uh? Like, I mean, I did, I did maybe, it's taken me maybe two to three months to do three. So you think you can do 15 in addition to learning Diwani? Let, let's see. Let's see where that goes. Maybe 10. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> I think we should just keep it to 10. Let's keep it to 10. And then we say finish Diwani. That means your your teacher has said you've. That's when my teacher says you're off to Diwani Jetty. Like there's, like that's it. But that 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 one's a little ambitious. Um, like it took my teacher I think a year to finish Rika and two or three to finish Diwani. So, <laughs> I I want to get somewhere with that though. So. Okay. Mm. And then I have like, uh, I have like chess. Chess also I. I don't think I'm like super passionate about it, but I I do I like chess. I like I think it people that can win at chess are smart. Like it's like not not smart, but you know what I mean? Like chess is the sort of game that it's it it's you start it with the same pieces and you finish with a different outcome every single time. Yes. And so uh like I want to practice more. I want to be good at it. How do you know you're good? I can be Amu Khalid. Was that Amu Khalid from America? From America. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I w- so I want to start AI again. Mm, I don't know. Ha- I, d- I have no goal for AI because I don't know what like arriving in computer programming is like. How, like you know what I mean? Uh, so you want to restart your classes? Yeah, I just want to restart. I want to understand, and. Yeah, let's see where that goes. Um, I'm also now doing leather. I like leather. Is still, like it's like it's making things out of leather. I it's still a hobby, um, and it's it's useful. So that works. And so, so I know you made purses. I made purses. I made bags. Technically, well, technically everything that I require. In my life, I could make out of leather. <laughs> could you make a jacket? I could make a jacket. My teacher probably, like, my teacher is not a big person for clothes in leather. I tried, I tried already. I was like, could I make pants technically? 
leather pants. <laughs> I was like, if, 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 if a problem arises in my life where I cannot afford pants, I should be able to craft them myself. <laughs> out, of, out of leather. <laughs> out of leather. <laughs> I want to be able to make shoes. Okay. Like, what if so my? So, what's the next thing for you in terms of leather? You've made bags. Uh, you've made I've made bags. See, that's the thing. Like, once you've practically made it all, it's just then you just start selling because then you have like nothing else or you just give gifts. Mm. So for that, that I don't know because my teacher is not a fan of clothes. Mm. He says that jacket, like if someone came in one day and asked for a jacket out of leather, I told him I'll sell it to you for like 15,000. Because she doesn't want to make it. She doesn't want to make it. She was like 15, maybe 20,000. I was like, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Maybe maybe I'll I'll convince her to teach me how to make a jacket. <laughs> mm, yeah, I think I think that's about that's about it. Uh, uh, I heard you once recently talking about an instrument too. You want to learn an instrument? Oh yes, uh, I want to learn duff. Why why duff. why that? Duff because I started taking singing classes, uh, and there there uh, that's another one of the things I don't know where that's going, but I. Um, uh, yeah, I wanted to start doing stuff just because I thought to myself, like, well, if I'll be able to sing, I want to be able to play an instrument. Like, so all the instruments you like, Duff, more than no, Duff, Duff, because Duff is currently like in my view the easiest mm. to learn. Um, I want to learn Nay mostly just because see, I wanted to learn piano because I always thought piano, p- piano, piano is beautiful. Like, it just sounds beautiful, but. I want to have an inch. I've thought about this. I want to have an instrument that's portable before I commit. Um, like I want if you can't really take your piano to America. So you take your keyboard. Yes. But you know what I yeah. mean? So I was like, OK, I'm going to be I'm going to play nay. So you want to learn nay more I than learn nay. <laughs> so if you had to pick between deaf and nay, which would you pick? Mm, I actually don't know because I don't know how much how long I would be committed for. Uh, Duff was like a it's like a quick learn thing. Like it's. It to be like really talented at Duff, I'm sure it takes like a lot of time, but mm. to be able to like play along when people are singing and stuff doesn't like I don't think it takes an incredible amount of time. So um, maybe maybe after Duff I'll learn nay. <laughs> and you're gonna continue with singing classes? Uh, not sure about that, but I I want to. Well, you have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, with all these goals, and they are amazing goals, and they're well-rounded and what do you think will stop you from meeting these goals? Procrastination. Procrastination. It's like my biggest, my biggest issue. <laughs> my life is procrastination. What does that look like? That looks like I have time to do something. Yeah. Um, and like I can, okay, so now I've got 15 minutes. I could, I could work on calligraphy during that time. Yeah. But instead I'm like, okay, now let me just sit here. Maybe watch a YouTube video, whatever, whatever. Like I, I'm good at like, I'm, what I do is I'll think to myself, I have to do my math homework. And then it'll enter my head, well, why don't you just make a painting of this instead? It's like, it's still productive. You're still practicing. You're just not, I do that all the time. And then my head is like, you know, now I actually, now I actually want to practice. And I'll sit down and I'm like, I love how I'm hit with the motivation to practice right now and I need to be doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I get hit with that a lot or like, I want to go for a run, and I think to myself, okay, well now I'm not gonna run. Right now I'm, I'm this. I've got to do this, or I'm like too busy or something. And then like these things, especially with memorization, because I think that's where my procrastination hits the worst. Where I 
could I could technically fit in the time to memorize like because I just I get hit with such like a block memorizing I just I don't want to like I think all of these goals that's the most ambitious because I find uh, maybe that in math because I find both of them are difficult and I like I don't have like I know I know people that will just I'm like well what are you doing either I'm just gonna sit down right now and review like I just I'm gonna send my ideas I'm like I I can't like it and like when I'm like it's like actually like a chore like I'm forcing myself to do it so Um, the thing that's gonna stop you is actually doing the things basically and you don't mind doing the things as long as it's not the thing you're supposed to be doing basically (laughs) (laughs) so you don't mind memorizing if what you're supposed to be doing apart from maybe memorizing you could put memorizing aside it's just don't want to do that all together so you you are a very gritty person you get things done so when is it that you actually get things done like what what's the circumstances in which you are most productive and not procrastinating uh i'd say either when i just i say like okay i've got to do this like right now like or like i'll think to myself okay let me just go let me just go maybe get a cookie and i'll come right back just a cookie it's just gonna take me two seconds i'm just gonna get a cookie and i'll go i'll get sidetracked the dishes haven't been done (laughs) (laughs) maybe i'll go do the dishes and then i'll go find mama to tell her i did the dishes you know just because i need to (laughs) i'll go and then i'll have a conversation and i'm just gonna take me maybe three hours to sit down after my cookie and so uh i think i think memorizing in general is just like i can generally get things done if i'm motivated to do them like if i have like and the motivation tends to come from just like uh, there's no like set place that generally comes from it's generally competition because that's that is the main source of my motivation and most of the time uh so if i have competition or somebody is is like doing better than me then i automatically feel the need to step up and work on that thing uh but yeah i mean i think in general i just like it's it's nefs all of it i think that just tells me not not just just it's okay just sit here for another 15 minutes and do whatever time wasting thing you were probably doing before that um but yeah so you are the things that stop you is a combination of distraction and procrastination myself <laughs> and yourself your nefs mm-hmm. and the thing that helps you is if you're competing with somebody yeah comp- i'm i'm a very competitive person it's i i think i think i am i um like even in chess like i <laughs> i'm not the sort of person that like i can like just let somebody just win like it doesn't that doesn't like i like i can't do that i i don't know um for me for me like like even like today um my like even my friend like studied where she was like working working on she's learning english right now she was working on learning english and she's like oh, i already i already studied it i got up in the morning remember i was mm. <laughs> doing duolingo i was like okay i'm gonna study russian too i was like you're learning english i'm gonna study russian i was like you're not gonna do that you're not gonna be more productive than me <laughs> um, so it sounds like you need to surround yourself with high achieving friends yeah exactly which i feel like are now like it um it's hard hard to find people that have that sort of like see for me i need somebody that i can just tug along to you know like 
horses when they're when they're running when you're when you're running alone like when you're when you're like riding a horse by yourself doesn't want to listen doesn't want to go anywhere and then when it's in a pack you'll follow them wherever they go okay and i <laughs> i think i'm the same because i'll i'll find somebody that i find i'm like okay this person is good at one thing like i've I, i've got a friend who's who's finished memorizing the quran and she'll she'll she can just read quran like i'll ask her an a and she'll know the a or she's just she's good at that that's her strength i'm better at other things but she's good at that and so whenever i i want to memorize or like whenever i'm talking to her and she brings up memorization i um i'm like okay well now i need to memorize and she memorized today you know maybe not the same amounts but i want that that is like a main a main thing for me it's hard for me to do things on my own like when i find that like it's just like me that's accountable for me it's hard it's hard to do that like i i've never been good at like holding myself accountable the way it works is just i find somebody that's done better than me and i think to myself well you're not gonna let them win when Mm. you're still here like while you're sitting here in bed doing nothing they're currently winning and they're being productive and you're not doing that (laughs) and so or like i like i find people okay that are better at math right i'm better at art but they're better at math yeah and i think to myself well okay they can't paint a picture but they can do algebra and i can't do algebra so (laughs) i'll i'll come along and i think to myself well now i gotta study because i i need to be better like i just i need like i it's i don't i don't know if that's a good thing but it's yeah it's something that i do (laughs) okay so we need to find horses clearly (laughs) we need to find an ai horse that you can follow a um you know I, i need people too to achieve things and when i'm not feeling like doing it they're doing it or they push me to do it Mm-hmm. Like your Maryland running friends that exactly <laughs> sixty exactly. miles in like two days. Exactly, exactly. Finding amazing friends is amazing. It's hard to come by though. But that's why when you you search for them, you send out the signal to the universe that you need them, and they arrive. Send out the signal to the. How do you do that? Is there like a a a certain a certain line I'm supposed to follow? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're looking for them. You know, your mind looks... Like, for example, if you're really into shoes, you know, you'll, fu- you'll see everywhere. Shoes. Shoes. If you're really into finding amazing people, you know what you'll spot everywhere? Amazing people. Amazing people. And you'll start collecting them. So y- your mind sees what it's constantly thinking about looking. Like, you know, you'll see it. Be like, oh my God, look at that car. That Do you know what that is? That's an forward whatever whatever with the inline whatever like okay i don't care <laughs> i'm like that and some people are like oh my god did you see that bike see that's that bag a, or a bag that's you know that's a pinarello dogma with a whatever that bag is a hermes whatever or that's you know i do that with certain things and if you're looking for amazing people and you think that's how you send the signal yeah, I mean, and alongside that also, I want to focus more on keeping up communication with family, with the amazing friends that, I, inshallah, I will find when I send my signal out. <laughs> um, 
but uh yeah for me i want i want to be better at um keeping up like i noticed like that when you're when you're talking to your family like it's like you're in a different country but it's like you're there it's almost like you're there sometimes more than people that actually are physically there yeah and that's something i like i like i admire and like i want because i want people to like be i want to be able to call people and always have people that i can call if something happens and people like someone i need to talk to someone i need advice from i want to be able to call those people and i want i want to have like connection because like having i feel connection with people is like it's like a superpower because Mm. if you have people all the time that you can call like i notice people around me that they they know everybody and i think to myself okay well they know everybody and they're good at you know always calling people and making sure people are uh, like they're calling people they're making sure like uh, that they always keep on top of calling them and um talking to them and keeping up that that connection and when you keep up that connection then you have you have then you've now another person that you know that knows you that you can talk to that you have and like imagine you know a pediatrician and a doctor you have people all right and mm. you also have people to like rely on to talk to um yeah and i think that knowing people and like also of course with the family it's it's calling people in um that that connection is it's like how do i explain it um like it's important to 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 talk to family because family like i feel like you can't You can't what? <laughs> like <laughs> no, this is good. I've been just listening. Um, it uh, is. M- I mean, I've absolutely talked to family, but what? Why? I mean, I feel like there's a difference between the connection that you have maybe with other people for different reasons. Like, okay, like I maybe I'm friends with a dentist and this doctor and somebody like that. That that connection, like that's connection in a different way. That you have connection with them and um. And but for f- to have connection with family is to always have a net of people that care about you, and I feel like family can just only be blood if that's what you make it. Mm. You know, if you if you talk to people and you always make sure that they're okay and you make sure that they know you're thinking about them, then you have you have actually a family. You yeah. have people that um, will always be checking up on you, and when you establish that connection you say i want to talk to this person and then that person will eventually start calling you because then they want to talk to you so i feel like it's hard it's it's hard at the same time but then but then it gets to a point where suddenly you can talk every day to this person and like now now they can open up to you about anything and you can open up to them and having that connection with and we have mashallah a large family so um so in who all have very diverse skill sets and um wisdom and so having people that you can fall back on and ask for advice uh at any at any points is i think the it's that's also like a superpower it's a beautiful goal i love that and I'll give you a piece of advice about family and keeping in touch with family and it's going to save you a ton of heartache <laughs> and really save you and really make it a more beautiful experience. You reach out to family, you 
stay close to family, you consistently call your grandparents and consistently call uh, your uncles and your aunts and ask about them. The key and the trick is never expect anything in return. Uh, clearly, I've experienced heartache. <laughs> Do not expect anything in return. This is not a quid pro quo relationship. Like I call you and you never call me. I do this for you and you never do this for me. That's a road to heartache. You just do it because it's for you. Ultimately, you're going to benefit from it, like for all the reasons that you said. But don't expect, don't go into, don't, don't go into something expecting something in return. Especially this. It's like, in a way, it's like I give somebody a gift so they can give me a gift. Mm-hmm. The beauty is when you give somebody a gift just because you love them. Yeah. That's a beautiful gift. The other one is some strange contract. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and keeping in touch with family is the same exact way. I think that's a beautiful goal to end on. Yeah. How do you mean feel? You didn't tell me about any of your goals. so That's, an- that's another episode. I guess we're going to have to add a part two. <laughs> How do you feel with this conversation? Um, I feel good. I feel... I don't know whether I, I don't think so I was just thinking I, I don't know whether my goals are too ambitious and also feel like goals are never too ambitious like there's always your goals are not too ambitious I think they're all achievable given your history the thing that you have to keep on eye on are the forces that will stop you mm-hmm. and, and really think why do they exist so y- you mentioned almost like two defects in your code that's going to mm-hmm. stop you one of them is this need for procrastination or not need the need for distraction yeah and this this feeling like like the urge to procrastinate the thing that you should be doing which is of course almost everybody has that mm-hmm. you need to debug that code you need to look into the source code and figure out why does that exist only then once you understand why that exists can you put controls in place to stop it how d- how do I go about doing that? Is that just pondering or pondering, discussing it, discussing it with me, five whys, like why do I procrastinate? And then you'll be like, uh, and then you're gonna answer them. You take that answer and you ask why does that answer exist, and you keep on asking until you really get to the core of the defect, the core. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like debugging any line of code. You know, you d- you goes to this function and this function is like that function that function it's very hard mm-hmm. and when you don't do the proper debugging of code what do they end la- up with errors or what do lazy programmers do they just patch it over patch it over they patch it over without solving the root cause so mm-hmm. say so what does a patch look like okay i'm not waking up in the morning so let me uh, rather than understand why i'm not let me set an alarm clock for five let me set, set 10 clock alarm clocks for five and then i'll have a straw from the ceiling <laughs> to my you know that doesn't bed sound post. like me at all <laughs> <laughs> to my bedpost with red bull <laughs> and i'm gonna create some sort of contraption that snaps open the red bull at exactly five thirty in the morning and pours it into my mouth these are all patches mm-hmm. the question is why are you not waking up in the morning and then you're like okay why am i not waking up in the morning well just really tired. Why am I, I really tired? I made you going to bed at two. Uh, <laughs> going, okay, so why am I not sleeping? Well, I'm like I'm going to bed really late. Or you're probably in bed, 
because you're scared <laughs> of your parents, <laughs> but you're not sleeping. So, <laughs> so it's not that you're going to bed late. You're going in bed probably on time, but you're just not sleeping. Why are you not sleeping? Well, because the iPad hidden underneath <laughs> my pillow, <laughs> you know, and I'm, what am I doing with that? Why? Do, because that's the time when I talk to my friends and I, you know, I do X and Y and Z. Well, why am I doing that? You know, and you keep on going down these rabbit holes of whys until you get to the real reason. And only then, once you understand, could you put some practices in place to stop those behaviors. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. For most people, you can either achieve these all these aggressive, amazing goals that you have, but you're going to be battling one thing instant gratification as in as in things that give you instant gratification these are all delayed gratification these are all amazing goals that like are just truly spectacular if you have spectacular goals the road to achieving those goals suck like mm-hmm. you go, you're going to be horrible yeah you're going to be walking through the desert you know with just one bottle of water to achieve these goals it's just Basically. really really hard <laughs> really really hard but then you walk through the desert and now all of a sudden you understand Arabic or you you have this memorized or you're, you're now a master calligrapher. You, uh, that delayed gratification is so incredible. It's like a mountain of gratification. Mm-hmm. But to reach that mountain of gratification, you have to battle instant gratification, which is the little micro gratifications of eating a cookie, of talking to a friend or watching a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. And for some people, like you you're you're like a high achieving type a person right those things are not good enough so Mm -hmm. the only way you can get gratification is something constructive so you feel too guilty just doing something stupid so you'll say okay let me organize my room let me uh, go bake a cake (laughs) those are constructive distractions but they're still distractions I'm 100% a constructive distraction type exactly you're and why because you want delayed grad and I, I do the same thing like when I don't so th- this morning for example I'm supposed to do something right I'm supposed to do something I didn't want I don't want to do it although that so thing run. so I, I ran 10 miles <laughs> so p- somebody might say wow you ran 10 miles that's amazing mm-hmm. I ran 10 miles as Constructive running away, yes. <laughs> we're doing. Well, I'm not. Ru- I'm literally <laughs> running in place, <laughs> right? But it's a constructive distraction because, for me, I I can't not I cannot just sit down and just binge watch a show instead mm-hmm. of doing that thing. That make me feel too guilty. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so understanding the source code, the, you know, the source of why you are finding distraction or why are you like looking for constructive distractions or or procrastinating and then once you do that then you start thinking okay so what's the compensating controls I can put in place and for some it's having a coach it's having friends it's having a program it's creating friction mm-hmm. for the so what does friction looking look uh, creating friction to the bad behaviors so what does that look like so let's just say for you it's YouTube Mm-hmm. or Pinterest so you so I create friction on my work laptop <coughs> I can't actually get to 
all of the sites that pique my interest are all unaccessible on my work laptop. Mm -hmm. From like something called a host file, I can't get to all of the sites I love to read. I can't get to LinkedIn. I can't get to anything. So you can create friction you, you or you can do the opposite, which is make it easy to do the things you want, the, the, the positive behaviors. But you're doing the right thing, which is you're thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I feel there's a difference between thinking and acting. Well like I do plenty of thinking. <laughs> well, this is very specific thinking. This is a thinking about the behaviors that are stopping you from achieving these amazing goals. And, th and like I said, they are amazing. And any amazing goal, it just really sucks to get there. Mm. And most people just are not willing to pay the price and instead look for immediate gratification. And the problem is, Sushi, and here's one another major problem, is we live in the world of immediate gratification. Mm -hmm. You know, scro scroll this and scroll that and Pinterest this and TikTok that and order a thing and, oh, you know what I'm in the mood for? I'm in the mood for you know kunafa with this kind of pistachio. And it just arrives at the door. And just arrives at the door. And so, how can you achieve all your amazing goals when you know immediate dopamine is just a button away? Let's go live in the forest in a hut. That's <laughs> I, and that that's why in some really creative people have created tho those things. Those for you know. Huts in the forest, even on their multi-million-dollar property, <laughs> where they can go do some work and some thinking. So, all right, sushi. Love you. Good talk. All right. Goodbye. Bye. See you in one year. <laughs>